Good evening, everyone. Hey, hey. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday, the last day of June. Yes, it June 30th. is. June 30th. Not my birthday. Hey, so he's making a joke <laughs> about that, but in my mind, today is Ricky's birthday. So. I know. Let me, let me read you the text message I got this morning. It was great. It was great. Because I was, I was like, all right, maybe this didn't send till this morning. No. Happy official birthday today. I hope you, that you get to eat some good food tonight and celebrate. Because I know. 9.13 a.m. Because I know it's your birthday today, not yesterday. yesterday. When Paul sent out the staff text message saying, oh, happy birthday to Ricky. And I'm like, wait, yeah. I don't even know what day it is. But in my defense, I was flying back yesterday. You were. Could have been. But no, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's the 29th and his birthday's the 30th. On a calendar I have somewhere. You have put that your birthday was the 30th. No, I'm just wrong. No. So, wait, let's talk about it, though. Did you get some good food? Did you? Because I know I you, and I know that you love a good meal. I did. Well, last night, we had some good food. Yes. We had some brats. We had some Ooh. corn on the cob nice. on the grill. Kelly made me a cheesecake. It's delicious. She's such I had some a for good breakfast cook. this morning. Hey, we're not going to judge you. It, see, it was your official, <laughs> was unofficial birthday Unof- breakfast. Unofficial. <laughs> well, it was. she made it on my birthday. Okay. I just was not able to enjoy it due to my... Being tired at eight thirty at night. <laughs> Why are you so tired at eight thirty at night? You have like you, you met have... my two sons. <laughs> I have, and they're rather cute, actually. Yes, yes. I remember those days of being tired at eight thirty at night. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm tired, but it's not because I have young kids. It's just because I'm old. <laughs> just tired. Just tired. Yeah, life just tires you out. Tired. That's it. Good. So it was a good birthday, though. It was good. Yeah, I had a had a good time. Good. Got to, uh, last week when the boys were out of town at my mom's house having. The time of their life. Of course they do. Um, we were able to go to several restaurants with friends, eat delicious food. Cannot recommend Stems and Skins at the happy hour for their meatballs, broccolini. Yeah. Even a grilled cheese. <laughs> no, isn't that crazy? If you have not eaten this grilled cheese at Stems and Skins, yeah. I'm telling you, you should try it. It's, you know what's funny is when Kelly was like, oh, Stacey's out of town, you're not going to have somebody to talk about all this food that you <laughs> ate last week. No worries, Kelly. We would. Ricky and I are going to find yeah. a way oh, to she, talk about food and she, hot sauce. Yeah. She's at Mellow Mushroom eating food currently. Oh, she take yeah. your boys to Mellow Mushroom? She did. There's a little, there's a little uh, party right now that, Aww. you know, we are... We are sacrificing. There you go. Well, your boys are probably feeling like a sacrifice. <laughs> oh, when they're I, good. I asked um, Alice today. It's so cute. I asked him, I said, hey, Alice, what's your dad do for a living? And he said, he tells people about God. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's awesome. And he goes, yeah. And so on Wednesdays, I get McDonald's. He tells people about right. God and I get McDonald's. Right. So he's probably disappointed that yeah. he's eating melon mushroom instead. Yeah. Huh? Well, he, yeah. And, and one thing he is also disappointed is that I told him that what we do here is the most important job in the world. And he said, well, if it's the most important job in the world, why don't you have the most money in the world? So I said, that's a fair question. Uh, take it up with God. That's right. One day, Alice. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we have what we call it. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So that's, we. There yeah, you go. Yeah, so I'm training him up in the way he should go. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> well, tonight we are continuing our intentionally God into, we had 20 seconds last week. Yes. We went into those little slowing down the moment, being intentional with the people that were around at the grocery store, in our marriages, with our kids, with our work environments. And that's what we've kind of continuing to go through tonight. But before we get through that, why don't you... I'll take us there. Take us there. I will. All right. 
Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you are a God who chooses to meet us here tonight and to um, just give us revelation. We just invite your Holy Spirit to fill this conversation. Allow us to dive into your word, gain insight for the transformation of our lives, for the glory of your name, and so that the gospel can go forth. We thank you in advance for the work that you're going to do. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we talked about how Jesus, he kind of always went slow motion in the moments. It's kind of like right now, everything is related to like this phone right here is so cool Yeah, because I can do slow motion videos. Oh yes. They are very cool. (laughs) And my boys love them. Yep. They think it's so funny. We'll take the, uh, the blower, they blow the leaves off and the grass off and we'll, and it's just like, you know. (laughs) Oh yeah, mouth <laughs> jumping in the pool oh, at so Manus House slow motion videos, jumping on a trampoline. They think it's the craziest thing in the world, but that's really what Jesus kind of did. The moment was slowed down to yeah. create the space for the other person to begin to emerge. And it's like when you slow those videos down, one thing that I always see is you can see their expressions more. You can see them, yeah. you know, you can just there's more more comes into into your visual perspective than would just be with a quick little. Oh, snapshot. So that's what Jesus would do. And oftentimes he would turn, stop the crowd, turn around, not just to heal, to do a miracle or other things of that nature, but to, com- or to complete a task, but to know and see the person that was in the moment with them. Yeah. Like think about the last time we were at, we got, you know, two good grocery stores down here. We do. We Publix got- and Harris Teeter. Yes. Right? Yeah. Those are the two. Yeah. That's so, it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Bilo's on the way out. It's way and out. And replacing, yeah, Lowe's is coming, baby. That's right. That's I right. don't know. I yeah. don't know if I, I haven't bought into that yet. I'm <laughs> well, still. They're, they're coming. Okay. Sometime soon. Maybe. But picture like the cashier being right. able to take time. Did you just go up to him? Yeah, and just pay move him, on and on not even day, think about him. Yep. Or did you. Do you interact with yeah. him? Yeah. Do you slow yeah. it down and talk to him? Yeah. I, I know for me that's sometimes. Not. I don't know about, I don't know about you but guys. You, are you guys a talker to the cashier or not a talker to the cashier? A little, little, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm a big talker to the cashier. Not necessarily because I'm going to try and evangelize. I just like to talk. I just like to <laughs> talk get it a out. lot. I do. Yeah. And so I just want to talk to them a lot. Yeah. I have a couple of favorite cashiers at Publix. I'm trying to develop some at Harris Teeter, but there's so many. There are. There's so many. There's so. one lady that I know was mm-hmm. a very big Trump supporter. She went to a lot of Trump rallies. She made that very clear, okay. which was a very, which made for very interesting conversations. That sounds but, fun. But that was pretty much was like, okay. That's it. <laughs> yes. But, but still slowing down those moments to be able to see beyond just their, who they are yeah. in that moment as a cashier, right. but their person, their value. So um, one of the things that we talked about is that no one ever escaped Jesus's notice in that verse yes. where, where, where we read last week, where she realized she did not escape his notice. How mm-hmm. powerful that is to think about. He made it impossible to escape his notice. And this, that's how we are to love the people around us, our families. Like think about when Chris comes home. Right. Or when Kelly comes home. Yeah. For me. Or when I come home to her or, or when he comes home. You know. Yeah. Those little 20, initial 20 seconds. Is it the uh, tag you're it. 
Right. I know. I know. You know, I learned from Paul and Susan, actually, no matter where I am in the house, when Chris walks in the door, because I'll get an alert on my phone that he's at the front door, because mm-hmm. I have a ring, you know, whatever. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, right? Yeah, right. Um, so I stop whatever I'm doing, and I go to the front door to greet him, um, which is sometimes rude to the person sitting in front of me, because if there's someone sitting in front of me talking, I'm like, hey, excuse me, and I go greet him, because I want him to know, hey, I see that you're home and you've mm-hmm. worked and now you're mm-hmm. coming home. So I think it's important. I think And even to that person that you were there you'd said Yeah. This hey. is this person is very he's, valuable to me. Yes, he is. <laughs> so he's not gonna escape my notice. That's right? right. So no one escaped Jesus' notice. He made it impossible for that to happen, and that's how we are to love the people that are in our lives. And today we're gonna talk about how Jesus used those moments to create space mm-hmm. for people to emerge in the story. Yeah. We move from we move and interact in different types of spaces with people. And that's kind of like oh, yeah. the main thing we're going to kind of get into tonight. I remember those boxes that we painted, spray painted. Oh, yeah. I and remember the spaces. Of, yeah, the, <laughs> the spaces space. of how, and how it kind of was ingrained in my memory of how those things worked, about how those physically the blocks of spaces right. would be able to color coordinate. Okay, this is this type of space. This is that type of space. I can't have this type of conversation here. I yep. should have it here. All those kind of things. Remember that? that was, oh, I remember. That was, yeah. It helped me understand that some <laughs> people did. have no awareness of different types of spaces. It did. Like, and so maybe you're listening to us tonight and you don't know that there are different types of spaces. We're going to yeah. help you out tonight and let We're, you know. It yeah. might help you in some social interactions, right? <laughs> it might. Because have you ever been in that situation where yeah. someone enters into a very intimate space with you and you're like, yeah. we're in the middle of a party and there are yeah. lots of people here. Yeah, it, it's it's not the most... <laughs> It's awkward. Yeah, very awkward real quick. But we have these public spaces like a grocery store, coffee shop, those type of environments, Um, social spaces like a party like you were just talking about, work, those environments that we're in, a personal space, which is like a conversation with a friend. And we have intimate spaces, which is pretty much reserved for close family, friends we share intimate content with about our lives. And Kathy just wished me happy birthday. It was yesterday. I'm Kathy, I'm with you. I thought it was today, too. I have spread the rumor. It's all my fault. Thanks Ricky. for joining us, Kathy. Hey, we celebrate birthdays for an entire we month. Do. We do. Should re- <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Go. All month long, baby. Anyway. So it's still over after yeah, today. It's still after today. We're on. We're on to July, baby. That's right, baby. We're Can't on wait. To the, we're on to Cincinnati. That's Woo. for you, Paul. Anyway, each space has different levels of self-disclosure. Yeah. There are some things you communicate in some spaces that are not right or safe in other spaces. Um, and this yeah. applies to that 20-second thing that we kind of broke out last week. What yeah. is said in the intimate space should be more personal than what is said <laughs> in the public space. For sure. Of course. For sure. So, like what we were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people want to say things to you, like on a Sunday morning, here, on a Sunday morning, maybe. In the you, hallway when you're checking yeah. people in or when you're in yeah. growth, in getting ready for the growth track. Right, really. Of course, and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, I'm not sure what to do with that. Cause, yeah. Oh, I didn't know we were going into that space. I, yeah. I thought we were in a different space. Yeah, and me, I'm like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> no. If there was a merging of our personalities, it would be the best because Ricky is way more introverted. I'm way more extroverted. So if I'm we like, could merge it, sometimes I need to just close up my landscape. Like they're trying to get away from me. People are running oh. from me. They're like, You're like, I'm not done yet. Wait, I just wanted to ask about your kids a little bit more. And they're like, 
could she just check my kids in and leave me alone already? (laughs) Yeah. Stop asking me questions. Oh, yeah. But we can't have, we don't need more of me. It's okay. (laughs) No, I think think anyway, Like we, we take our grocery store example. That's probably not the environment to talk about your spouse. Right. Probably and not a good. So you as mean when I'm checking up out your bomb pops and your I ground tell beef? Them. Probably not beef about Chris okay. or your Emma or Joshua. That's right. Or your in-laws or whatever. That's Keep probably it. not the best place to do that. But to go home and have that kind of conversation where it's only about the personhood and value of Chris would be kind of superficial. You would need yeah. an or Kelly. It would be more. It has to go to a different space in that environment because that is oh, reserved yeah. for a special type of person in yeah. your life. So we have to create those intimate spaces. And that's that's really what we're going to kind of learn about tonight how, in the story of how Jesus does it. And for me, that's kind of like... I know. I'm like, does that make you uncomfortable just to talk about it? I think for a lot of guys, it? just when you hear intimacy... Yeah. You just are like, oh. It's... You don't no. want to think about intimate spaces, right? With oh, other it's guys. like... No, <laughs> that's why I think sports and and fishing and stuff like that. We don't Golf. shoot. Golf yeah. sort of a- If you were to say, all right, let's go out for five hours and we're going to just talk about intimate stuff. I'd be like, what, <laughs> how do I get out of that? <laughs> Immediately. Even if your best guy friend in the whole <laughs> Even world Even if my was best like, guy friend, I'm like, uh-uh. it's just, it's for, I think it's, I don't know what it is, but there's just, I think it's hard for us to get into yeah. how Jesus operated with this intentionality of getting people from a public space where there's those kind of public conversations, real surface level. Right. How you doing? Good. You, and you ever answer those questions where it's like, oh yeah, you can, you, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> real surfacey into the deeper matters of significance in yeah. intimate relationships. So they, basically, that's that's how we see Jesus do it, and we're going to read about this story in just a second. Yeah. But in another story, Jesus interacted with a needy woman. The disciples tell Jesus to send her away, and that's kind of where we're going out of mm-hmm. Matthew tonight. They want to eliminate this space and put Jesus into a box. Basically, they want to do like what we talked about a little bit earlier before we went on. We see somebody in the grocery store. Yeah. We really don't necessarily want to talk to them. No. I mean, it's not you guys. It's we definitely, if we see you in the grocery store, we're coming yeah. and saying, hey. But there are a few people that if we see them in the grocery store, yeah. we might linger on that next aisle a lot longer and oh, read yeah. every ingredient in the cereal because yeah. I don't know exactly what is in Kellogg's cereal. So no. I need to bury I need to my know face what's in the- going. Why, why is my mouth so raw when I eat crunch berries? Why right. is it? I need to look at the, spe- yeah. So I need to find it out. So I need to. Wait. And if this happens to you, it's just believe me, it's not you. It's yeah, me. <laughs> it's, it's totally, it's not you. So totally this me. is kind of what they wanted to do. They wanted to say, yeah. get get this lady out of here. Yeah, she's crazy. She's literally, literally, what, yeah. well, as we'll see, she's crazy. They want to create a non relational space. Yeah, a get away from me space, which is not in any way what Jesus wanted to do and no. what we're called to be doing. And so he had other ideas. Now, Jesus had an interesting dialogue with this person that if you read it, you're kind of like, what did he just say to her? Yeah. Are you <laughs> sure on, he's Jesus? creating an intimate space? That's yeah. a little harsh, Dang, don't you sounds, think? Yeah. So he has an interesting dialogue with her that has confused a lot, I mean, myself included, yeah. as I read it, it. It's just kind of like, whoa, Jesus, easy a little bit with this yeah. lady. And to understand, we need to see kind of what we already know about Jesus as a baseline level. First mm-hmm. of all, we know he loves people. Yes. We know that. We see that over and over again. Over and over again. We know that he's interacted with women before with tremendous kindness. Yes. We see that over and over again. He's interacted with foreign women 
before with kindness. So he's not some type of racist. Right. Where he's... He's only he's, talking he's to... He's only talking to these type of people, but not these type of people. And then yeah. when he does talk to these type of people, he talks to them this way. Right. So he's not a racist in any way. And he has demonstrated his power and willingness to cast out demons before. Yeah. You know? We've seen it. So we've seen him. Put him in the pigs. You know. Yeah. Mm. So... Poor pigs. Poor pigs. Poor pigs. But... I can go off a little. I yeah, was just anyway. going to make some big jokes about bacon, but I'm just not going to. No, I'm going to no, stay. We'll I'm leave it for there. <laughs> so those four facts represent basically the baseline of how we know Jesus operates. Yeah. So hold all those elements as we read this scripture in your mind as how Jesus actually operates with his baseline as we read this story and see what else is going on here. And will you read that for us out of Matthew 15? Yeah, sure. Starting in verse 21. Mm-hmm. Jesus went away from there and withdrew into the district of Tyre and Sidon. And a Canaanite woman from that region came out and began to cry out, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and implored him, saying, Send her away because she keeps shouting at us. Which literally translates that she's crazy. It's the Greek word. Kratzo. There you go. Hey, look at you. Nailed it. Yep. (laughs) But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and began to bow down before him saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And then Jesus said to her, O woman, your faith is great. It shall be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed at once. Right. So what is Jesus trying to do in this interchange? He's trying to move her into a more personal space of self-disclosure. Yeah. He's trying to move her from a public space into an intimate conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, it's important to know that she's a Canaanite. Yeah. So explain to us a little bit what that would mean. So, you know, it says that she's from that region, Mm -hmm. um, which is where the land of Cain, the Canaanite people were. And there has been since early on in the Old Testament. I mean, Joshua was told to go in and take that land. That was the promised land. And so there's always been tension between the Canaanites and the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. And so she was as far from a Jewish person as you could be. She was everything they did not like. And the Canaanites were not a part of uh, the family of Israel, as we'll, as he talked about, you know, mm-hmm. um, they just weren't a part of it, and they had to be like they didn't get to interact with God the right. way that the Jewish people did, and the Jewish people didn't like the Canaanites, and rightfully so. I mean, they had some battles mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. So. Yeah, so it's important for us to know that because we can see the conflict spatially that's beginning to occur here yes. with this yeah. interaction that Jesus is having with her. She's interacting first with him, a Jew, so that's a Womp womp. Yeah, she shouldn't she's do that. Take, she's talking with a man, which in this culture was a definite yeah. womp womp. Then she's asking for something with an expectation. Yeah, which, which is, is a- another womp womp. So Jesus, through his questions, draws her into a personal space from that. She's crying out personal language in a public space. Yeah. So we see, him, we see her say, have mercy on me. Yeah, and, Lord, yeah. and she identifies that he's the Lord, son of David. Mm-hmm. So even though she shouldn't have an expectation, she knew about him She and she's showing that and she's being very personal when she calls him Lord and when she's telling him, have mercy. And then she tells him, hey, my daughter is cruelly demon possessed. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, 
she's telling, like, now everybody in that space knows. I mean, you know, like your kid's struggling with something. You and Kelly may talk about it. My kids struggle with things. Chris and I may have that conversation, but I ain't going to yell it out in front of a crowd of people and tell you what their business is. Yeah, could you imagine yelling at a party or at a soccer game or something like that where, yeah, they're just spilling everything out there for everyone to hear, and you're just like, shh, 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 come come on, come on. This is not the space. Not the, not the space. But you can see that this is a, the language of a person who has 20 seconds of personal space, but yeah. not public space. Yeah. So listen to how Jesus moves the language from the public space to the personal. Will you read that again for us out of Matthew? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to read it and I'm going to highlight some of the, the language and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and began to bow down before him saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Mm-hmm. And listen to Paul's insight on this, or Paul Rienzo's insight yes. on this, <laughs> I thought was, was just so powerful because look how Jesus uses the language to change the spaces. You got a relational movement, lost sheep, public. Pasture, yep. think out there in the open. Yep. Public language, the children, intimate language. Absolutely. The physical objects, a house, which is a public kind of space. Mm-hmm. I think about when I go to your house or to yeah. his house or to anyone's house, really. It's a public space. Everyone can see it. Yeah. You know, to the table, which to get invited to someone's table is an intimate invitation that extends far beyond just inviting to the party. Then you know I'm going to give you a hard time right here because Paul oh, said it last goodness. week and I'm with you, Paul. Still have not had an invitation. Not to the house, not to the table. We're just showing up. Paul and I, next Wednesday night, live Bible study at Ricky's. <laughs> live Bible study. <laughs> I'm inviting everybody hand with hand, me. South Carolina. That's right, baby. Here we <laughs> home come. Home of the Hawks. Woo. Chris McLean making a homecoming. <laughs> you know it. He loves it. Go hand in hand. <laughs> that invitation will come soon, but... Uh, not next Wednesday? <laughs> probably not next Wednesday. I'll okay. probably be here. It'll okay. be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. We're not going to Rick. Soon, we're coming. Though. Soon. You're but soon. you're right. It is. When someone yeah. invites you in for a meal, yeah. you know, and to And probably the table. status of our table... Yes. is in such disarray that possibly, <laughs> how many Legos do you want to step on? Hey, well, That's I really heard the question. Legos can really help me learn how to have a balanced, they can. I mean, blessings, building blessings, right? Something yeah. that's, yeah. I, Living I'm going to Yeah, you, the, it's blessings by design. There you go. Um, but it's like, I heard childbirth and then stepping on a Lego. Oh, Very yeah. similar pain thresholds. I would say anyway. so. We, and we diverse. <laughs> and we, <laughs> yeah, we digress. But we anyway, digress. We, we go to a, we see him go from a kingdom movement, which is Israel, yeah. the, the country, public space, to Lord, intimate. Yeah. Think about lordship, Christianity. Absolutely. Inviting him into intimate spaces to know you fully, like David said, search my heart, know my anxious thoughts, the, yeah. that kind of intimacy of, of lordship. She has really no space allowed for her by a Jew. Right. As None. history would tell us. Yeah. But she calls out to join Jesus in an intimate space. Right. Like, like you kind of laid out before. Yeah, right. Because she's outside of the area, you know, where she is from, the Canaanite region is that area that is not a part of, she cannot have the expectations of God. She was not invited in Mm -hmm. at that point, even though we see Jesus moving that invitation. And that's part of what we see in the New Testament. But all throughout the New Testament, you see this divide. We were just reading in Romans 15 this morning, 14 and 15, the apostle Paul is telling them, look, there is great tension between Gentiles and Jews, and we need to break that down. 
but she was from this area where it was outside of the Jewish culture. And it's hard for us to understand, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about it, like I think Denise Boucher was saying today, we see it in the Christian culture today more with like maybe there are Christians who consider themselves fir- filled with the Spirit and then those who are like, oh no, you, I can't be around you if you have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We see that kind of vibe. But for her, being a Canaanite woman, coming with an expectation to Jesus, huh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It was, and he even responded to that. Like he recognized by saying, first of all, he didn't acknowledge her the first time. And then he moved her into that space and he responds to her in that harsh language when he's like, hey, it is not fair for me to give to the dogs. I mean, he called her a dog. I know. Which is crazy to think about, but Brian gave us some insight on that. Did you hear what Brian was saying about that earlier? Which no, I went I and checked, not. Brian. You were right on the money. Not Boom. that I don't believe you, but I do double check. <laughs> Brian Brickman. Brian Brickman. Uh, always double check. <laughs> always double check. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool because when we were talking about this earlier, Brian said, you know, that a lot of people are like, man, Jesus called her a dog. And that was really a term that was used in a derogatory manner. Jewish people would call other people that were not Jews dogs in a very derogatory manner. But but the actual Greek word that's used here that Jesus spoke to her actually means pet dog. So if you read it in the Amplified, it actually says pet dog. It was something that you would bring into your house that you would love and take care of and protect. And hmm. and so it's really powerful, I think, when we wow, see Jesus that, move. No, that's just boom. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, thank you, Brian, for that insight. Yeah, I'm boom. telling you, it was good. No, that's good. Yeah. No, I love that. You were going to say something? I heard a breath. No, you're good. Oh, I was just gonna say, no problem. No, oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good because you would treat a puppy differently uh, or a pet differently than like a yeah, stray. Then, then a stray or yeah. you know some kind of wild animal or yeah. something. Because back then they just didn't have a whole lot. We have dogs in our. So I love my dog, and when someone talks about a dog and says the word dog, I don't immediately have a negative connotation. But in their culture, it was very negative. But Jesus was real intentional with that word. I wow. think that he was intentional with everything he said because he knew she was on the outside like all of the wild dogs that they would never bring in and he's like but I'm inviting you to move into this relational intimate space with mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. because she had this expectation and he recognizes mm-hmm. yeah because there was no space for her none with that community with definitely with him previously right so I know the answer to this question for myself but <laughs> do you do this or you just kind of put up walls sometimes I'll be honest, there are times, certain situations where I might put up walls, where I'm not as likely to invite people in. Like someone Mm -hmm. may start to try and share something with me. And if I'm honest, there are times when I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll pray for you about that. And I Mm -hmm. turn around and walk away. Oh, the classic, I'll pray for you. (laughs) I know. I really do pray (laughs) for him. You do. I do, but I don't want to hear all about it. Listen, uh, we were, me and Paul were talking, (laughs) was it like two weeks ago? At this church, every time I come in here, there's somebody praying somewhere. I'm like, good gracious, this is amazing. <laughs> we do have a praying church, I am I, telling I you. I know. I, if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to happen here. <laughs> the ladies want to get together this Monday and pray. Know, I'm are, like, y'all, it's a holiday. <laughs> but I appreciate July you, Elizabeth. 5th. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. It's a made-up holiday, but it's still a holiday. It is, it is. But we see Jesus constantly break down walls to bring us into an intimate space with him. And we need to do the same to allow people to emerge in the spaces that we're in. Yeah. He draws her through every social and personal barrier to the place of faith. Yeah, which I think is interesting too, to see him doing this with her, because you know where I most often put my walls up is with him. 
Because if I know that I've done something I wasn't supposed to do or didn't do something I was supposed to do, I have a hard time letting him draw me back into that personal space. But because mm -hmm. he loves us with an audacious, radical love, he does that. He's constantly bringing us back in. But it's when I let him take me into that space, then I'm more likely in a good place mentally and spiritually to allow other, to take other people there because I know how sweet it was that he just restored me right. from when I lost my temper or I gossiped mm -hmm. or whatever I did. Um, and so I think it's, it's important to see him doing that and modeling that and being reminded that he's going to do that for us too. Mm -hmm. And the first place is allowing him to break those walls down with us so that he and I are in an intimate space. So this then we can be more apt to do that mm -hmm. for other people. Mm -hmm. And as couples, like with you and Chris, Kelly yeah. and I, we need to hear the cry for that intimate space and not meet it with public space language, which yeah. is, it can get that way sometimes, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when, you, I don't know if you and Kelly feel this, but there are certain <laughs> weeks that are just going to be busy weeks and we know it from the get-go. And so it's like literally we're ships passing in the night. Hey, I dropped Joshua off. You need to pick him up in two hours. The groceries are being delivered. Start dinner. I'll be home. And it's a whole lot of that just mm -hmm. back and forth of the tasks that are before us. And so a lot of times we have to say, hey, Sunday night, what's our week look like? Okay, this is going to be a week where we're not going to have that dinner time together. Um, so we're going to need to find that space other places. We're going to need to create space other places to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Because we learned the hard way. We didn't do that for several years. And so then it just ended up getting bottled up and exploding. And now we've learned to look ahead, to know yeah. when it's going to force us to find places for it. Because you're in an intimate environment, but you sometimes feel like you're in... Yeah. You're just like friends. You're just in a public space because yeah. you haven't spent that intentional time. Yep. And that's all of us go through it Absolutely. as we try to learn how to navigate busy schedules and yeah. life and those kind of things that we all have to deal with. Oh, yeah. How to make those moments that we're passing each other, like we say, ships in the night, be all right, we got to be intentional about here's this, this is what's going, like you just said. Yeah. These are the moments that we want to spend together. So whether that's like, even if it's 30 minutes at dinner time, yeah, or just some points throughout the day where you're as a family, no phones, no other, just we're together. How's your day been going? Those right. kind of things. And I, I love to hear when you and Chris go throughout like, like your dates and things like that. Oh yeah. Where you have like, where do you see yourself in 10 years things? Ooh, that's yeah. a deep conversation that you don't really have at a party with your no. Buddy. You no. Know? Those are good intimate conversations. <laughs> good intimate yeah. conversations because they reveal lots of things like, well, I don't know how this is going to work out here or how this is going to work out here. I'm just trying to do this well here, so on and so forth. What the kid's going to be like at this point. Right. But here's where you and I. That's right. Which is getting know. a lot closer for us. You know, in four years, we're empty nesters. Empty what? nesters. Four years, we have the house. It not, I was going to say to ourselves, but that makes it sound like I'm too excited. Well, no, I'm actually... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But we need to create spaces for those meaningful interactions in your schedule, like we were talking yeah. about, your home, the moments that you have, redeeming the time, even if it's just in the car. Oh, man, that's a driving big one. To, like, that's the time that I can redeem with my kids, I know, because yeah. and a lot of times it's just listening to Pokemon. Hey, but, but that's okay. That gives me, that gives, it gives me a moment to understand what my kids are enjoying. Yes. Even if it's just like 
Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of the things we did when my kids were younger, my kids are older, so they aren't in the car with me nearly as much because mm. I have one that's driving and the other one soon will be. But uh, one of the things that we did in the summertime for the whole time they were in elementary through middle school, every summer was a technology-free zone in the car. So we could not be on individual devices um, in the car. We could listen to a book together as a family, but we could not. A like, book? Yeah. Man, there's good books out. No, no. There's a new series. Mysterious Benedict Society on Disney just got released. Oh, it's See, my this favorite. is that we've had this debate over and over again. I know, I know. Anyway. Most but, men read for information. I know. But when your kids are in the car, know, you want to listen to a story that they like. But anyway, so that was one of the ways that we intentionally tried to create some of that space because in the summertime, our schedules were off. And so we might not be at the dinner table as much. So I found, okay, I'm going to have them in the cars, running them from here to there or driving out to the beach for 45 minutes. So this is time that we're going to spend mm-hmm. together. Cause I think it is important. You and Kelly have some ways that you guys kind of schedule it, especially with her, you know, now she's finished with school. So you got well, a lot yeah, more that was time. The, but- that was the, the challenge with school was just finding the, just the time yes. to do it. And it was, there was, that's probably the most difficult stretch that we've had to go through where those things were lacking, but it made the times we were together by ourselves more special. Oh yeah. But it was just like, that really was ships passing in the night. Oh yeah. And it was. Because sometimes Kelly's in class till midnight, wasn't she? She was in class till midnight sometimes, not like, you know, and then she had, would have, you know, work, homework to do and things like that. So it was, it was very challenging to do that as, as well as trying to, you know, make, Make sure the boys saw saw her. Make sure we had that time together at dinner, which wasn't available at sometimes. But right. we have made it through it onto the summer Woo-hoo. of fun. So yeah, so that's Good. that's one of the. I mean, even I think about it too. Looking at your daily schedule, thinking about as time as one of your is probably your most valuable resource that you have. How do you spend that well throughout the day to be intentional about it? Because all it is for me is being intentional because I can go down rabbit holes of yeah. things that don't need my attention. Oh yeah. And I think it's like C.S. Lewis said, it's like one of the great tricks of a devil to waste our time oh, just yes. because it, it's just <laughs> in YouTube and golf clubs and Wimbledon and the NBA finals and what's going on with the Panthers. All those things are just like yeah. things that just distract my time and being intentional with, even if it's simple at, like uh, we, Paul has a devotional book. I I love it too. The yeah, um, new, new morning, uh, new mercies every morning, or yeah. something like that. It's yeah. Paul Paul David Chip's book, but just kind of like a little. Even if you just want to have all right after lunch, when yep. I get back, I'm gonna just take this yep. ten to twenty minutes, even yeah. if it's not even that long, and just quiet myself, prepare myself for the rest of the day. Yeah, because uh, even in ministry, those kind of things are. Oh yeah. People, I think people sometimes just think we just My kids sit around, have these kind of conversations <laughs> yeah. all day. And, and that's not really the case where, no. you know, you have to be just as intentional as anybody else that these, these relationships you're in and all that stuff, Jesus is modeling for us, getting them from almost surface level. Right. I'm gonna let you know a little bit about me into these known real life changing conversations. Yeah. And those take, you got to be 
prepared for those. Right. It takes time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you have to be intentional. I love that you keep using that word because um, it's a challenge. It doesn't just happen. And if you don't have intentionality in your calendar and in your day and in your time, it's not just going to happen. You have to be intentional. Yeah. Um, for a while, I was trying to have some flex time in my schedule throughout the week so that if someone said, Hey, can you meet with me? I would have some times available. I haven't been as faithful to that, but it was really beneficial when I was doing it because it seemed like God always had someone say, Hey, do you have any time to meet? And I was yeah, like, Hey, funny. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm working. Yeah, no, I'm going to go back. I've just called I'm myself just out. just as challenged yeah. by that as anybody. <laughs> but to, to not schedule every single second of your day, but to mm-hmm. allow. So maybe you are in a public space at the cash register, but yet she takes you, you know, the cashier goes right into something and you may need to slow that moment down. And I used to plan my day so that there was literally no time. If I knew I was going to the grocery store, it was seven and a half minutes to go in and get the pancetta and the goat cheese and het hit the door good, and be two out. Two good choices. Yeah. Right? I knew you would appreciate that. Yeah, so if that. anybody would would be in those moments where they want to, yeah, that's the dip and duck, tuck and roll down the aisle <laughs> right? to get out of there. It's self-checkout. No, yep, no, not uh, talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. but I, I think too, it's, it's seeing those moments where we can say, okay, I, I see this person in line. God, what do you, yeah. what do you have for me in this moment? You yeah. know? Because I think more times than not, he'll there's something will come in. To oh, your mind. absolutely. Even just a question to ask, or unless you're you're wearing this or whatever, yeah. or you know, yeah, sometimes it, a lot of times conversations happen because <laughs> I have my boys with me. Yep. So it's like an easy get into absolutely kind of thing. So as long as they're not acting a fool, I'm able to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which if they have the steering wheels in front of them, they're usually okay. They what boy wouldn't be right? <laughs> Put a steering wheel in any boy's yeah. hand, and they're the level of disappointment when they first turned it and realized it didn't, didn't do anything was pretty stark. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, they've gotten over. So, it, but, yeah. but that's what he's kind of moving us into is that he's challenged to create these spaces for the other guys in our life that aren't necessarily always a part of our life, taking That's them right. from the social spaces into the more personal spaces, yeah. helping someone move. Oh man. How many times do you say, Oh, oh no, I'm always busy. Oh, busy, busy. But let me just tell you, I, this is just, this is for free. All right. Okay. Ooh. If if you ask people's help to move. Yes. Yeah. I know where you're going. Please. please. <laughs> <laughs> act like you're ready to move. Thank you. Don't act like it surprised you. Don't act like, Oh, it's we're moving today. We got no boxes, no tape. Nothing. But Nothing. We got Fifty guys coming. That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, that's a that's a rant for another day. Um, but giving somebody a ride. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's I a, might need a ride tomorrow. Can you help me out? I gotta drop my car off at the shop. Oh, the the element, <laughs> the Honda element will be. Yeah, it's, there you go. It's got it's got a lot of mess in there sometimes, but it, we saw yeah. one in Alaska, and Emma goes, "Mom, that makes me think of Mr. Ricky." I was like, "Yep." There mm-hmm. you go. See, so see, even in the toughest terrain, it can our handle vehicles it. Stand firm. Yeah, <laughs> just crossed two hundred thousand miles last week. It was a milestone. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Anyway, visiting somebody in the hospital. Yeah. Attending a baby shower. Yep. Hosting a baby shower. Hey, I've done that a time or two. <laughs> Throwing a party. We just went to your house with one. Yeah, that's uh, right. For Emma. I mean, so, there's yeah. a lot of people that I'd never seen before that I got to have a few yeah. conversations with. Started out surfacey. Yeah. Some of them stayed surfacey, depending yep. on how it felt. But it was. Yeah, getting this, those kind of moments where you get to see, and this is where I see some people, they operate so well in it, to mm-hmm. really intentional in those moments to see them as not just time when I'm talking about this, yes, but there's, a, there's a, an end game here where I'm going to... You know who's really good at it. Yeah. You know. Is, yeah, I know. You know. 
You guys know who it's it me. is, right? It's because I'm Paul tonight. No. Uh, it, it is. It's Ricky. It, we're in an alternate universe. Yeah. Ricky is Paul, and I am Ricky. Yeah. Just in case you didn't pick Loki up on universe it. is here. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, but that's but, he is very good at he's that. He's so good at it. I'll see him a lot of times when some people come to the church, <laughs> knock on that door. Oh yeah. I'm a lot of times in the zone of doing something, and when I I am so ta- you have your headphones hate, on. I'm so it. I hate that I'm so task oriented sometimes. I just I get like tunnel vision. But he'll have a conversation with somebody. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember we we had a, a integrator come to look at a lot of the building for our sound and for lighting and those kind of things. And I, you know, I'm just getting the nuts and bolts. You yeah. know, like what do we gotta do here? What do we gotta do here? Tell me, how's this sound to you? How's this look to you? What do you right. think? I go out to get the boys pick him up from school and come back. And Paul has had a conversation with him where he's gone into the depths of this dude's oh, yeah. soul. Oh, yeah. All the way to the bone and marrow almost. And uh, You're like, how does I'm he like, do it? The? the dude's crying. No, I'm just kidding. He's, he wasn't. He's, you know, he's basically taken, taken everything and laid it on the table for him. Yeah. It's remarkable to see, but that's because he's got, he's got that... Mo- got that Kind of, I don't know, I'm saying like a talent almost. It just is. To it's slow that moment down to really see. I know you're, you're this, this is what you do. Yeah. But I'm going to see you for like actually who you are. Absolutely. And so, yeah, he, he's to good. be able to see that on display is always challenging. Yeah. For me to be able to be like, gosh, I really just put take the headphones off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. Just give them <laughs> eye contact. Just, just for a second. Just for a second. But you're doing better, Ricky. I'm you trying. are. I've seen you I'm interact trying. with people coming and who knock on the door. I know. I think it's just because sometimes the a lot of the a lot of the conversations go like what we're talking about. Yes. Straight to the super private. Oh yeah. And it's just like when somebody would come into your house and just throw up on the floor it's just like oh my goodness don't and know. so i don't ben <laughs> <laughs> we're all like mr ben where are you come here come here come but here. i gotta yeah that's one of those things that god's challenging me to work on yeah. through that is that these are these are how he sees them absolutely and because whether we're introverts or extroverts yeah we are called all got about. to create these spaces god's yeah. challenging every single one of us to create these spaces to allow someone mm-hmm. um to bring that out to have that conversation to break down some of those walls and uh it's it's a challenge it yeah. is even for introverts it's a challenge to do that with other people mm-hmm. but it's something we're called to do yeah stepping through that fear of the yeah awkward even interchanges and those kind of things that could paralyze us. Yeah. Because like you said earlier though, if you kind of slow that moment down and you ask, okay, God, what do you want to say in this moment? Is there a question you want me to ask? Is there a comment Mm -hmm. you want me to say? You know, you've probably had those moments where you have been moved by God to say something to someone. I've had a couple of those, you know, where you just look at someone and say, wow, you have a great smile. Thank you for Mm -hmm. doing your job that way. Like for instance, when we were on vacation, um, everything was understaffed. Every restaurant we went to, every hotel we went to. And so the people who were working, you could see it on their faces. They were stressed out. And there Mm -hmm. were these two young girls who were working one morning and there must've been just a lobby full of people and everyone's frustrated because the food hasn't been replenished. And, you know, and these girls are working tirelessly. And so when I was leaving, I just stopped one of them and said, thank you so much for what you're doing. You've done a great job and I really appreciate it. You would have thought that I had given her a million dollars. Like Mm -hmm. her whole body language changed. You know, but you just have to be... And that's the power of that 20 seconds slowing it down. Like if I'm, you know, if I was to see somebody, and this is where the challenge is coming to me when I'm re-studying this again, 
that walk from the sound booth to the door or the yeah. office to the door. I try to pray every morning that God will prepare me for every conversation I enter into, but just one of those little moments where, all right, yeah. Lord, you know this is not where I'm super strong. Yeah. Hey, then he. <laughs> Please give me the strength, <laughs> not by power nor by might, but right. by the Spirit of God. Boom, so, quote yeah, some Old Testament some on Old us. Testament. So there you go. It's kind of one of those things. It's, it's just as challenging for yeah. me and you as professional yeah. Christians We're professionals. Um, <laughs> as anybody. So, uh, it yeah. was not unlike the disciples of Jesus to be kind of the same things that we are. Yeah. You know, send them away. It'd be easier for me just to, the windows are tinted. That's right. They don't even see me. <laughs> I'm going to ignore it. That's right. It's usually pitch black <laughs> yeah. dark in here. It's unless usually pitch you black are... dark and there's a lot of smoke. So yeah. it's from the haze. That's so it's, haze. you know, that's one of those, it's uh yeah, we want to be very clear. About that. Right. We are not vaping in here. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of those, it's one of those things that that's kind of how that send him away, send her away space. Oh yeah. Send him away. Send that person away. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have time for this Lord. I got to do this or that. And that's right. To step out of that thing. And that's a challenge that for us to create that space for that other person yes. that the Lord is, I, I don't think anything happens by mere coincidence. Right. I've seen too much to think that there's just, no. He's so he's so intentional about everything that Oh yeah. The the even the things that we can perceive as random it can it's, it's it's one of those things where I think that could be intentional now whether or not I step into that. That's right. I think that's a big key whether yeah. or not we step into mm-hmm. it is a huge challenge yeah. because I think he presents us opportunities to do this every day, all day. And like I said, when I was intentional with my calendar and I created flex space where I had two or three mornings or afternoons that were available if someone needed a ride, if someone ended up in the hospital, if someone needed a meal, that I had some time, my calendar wasn't booked to the limit all the way. And then I think COVID hit and that just kind of destroyed any calendar I had. (laughs) So I'm trying to get back on it. But I I think it's, you know, and then he had all those opportunities. You know, yeah. they just presented themselves. And so we have to be available. We have to ask him, okay, God, I'm going to create space for this. And then you bring me whoever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you give me the words to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, yeah. that's, I mean, I, I think about like a person like Mr. Ben or Paul or those, those kind of, they, we know that about him. Yeah. So we kind of want to, um, people knew that about Jesus, yeah. that he was a person that you were, when you got his time, you got it. Oh yeah, you know, and so and they had a, he had a way of just doing this so intentionally with everybody that he encountered yep. that, and it's the same like how I view. There's a reason we send them to them, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> or I do maybe, because <laughs> you know they their their cup oh, is yeah. full, and so oh, they're yeah. able to pour that that into that person and allow them to be able to that divine compassion that we talked about oh, and those yeah. kind of things, and so that's kind of it's it's easy for us to operate in the who we know. Yep. I think about like, it's so easy to just talk to the same people that have the same like interest and I can just talk to them for hours about the same stuff. But is that where ultimately God wants my time and my conversations to be all the time? That's right. Or does he want you to move into an Mm -hmm. area where you can interact with someone who thinks differently and yet you might be able to bring something, you know, to them or in, in vice versa, they may be able to give you some insight as well. And you didn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. You know, I've developed friends with people in the last year that I'm like, man, 
they're teaching me so much too. So it's, you know, I think when we are intentional about creating these spaces and, and slowing moments down and moving into like Jesus did with this woman and taking people into this space and being, it's all about intentionality. And when we're intentionally seeking that, then it's amazing what God can do. Mm-hmm. It's it really is amazing yeah. because and it, I, it's not so much you know they, this woman was in a public space and she was kind of taking it there and then Jesus was like okay I'm going to meet you right where you are um, and then later it, I think this is recorded in Mark seven too and afterwards it talks about him I think in this one he went in a house and no one was supposed to know he was there well in the other one he was outside and then the guy came to him and Jesus took him away from everyone else and so. So I think, again, what we're seeing is just intentionality of Jesus's actions. He was intentional about everything he did. And mm-hmm. I think that's something we need to start. Yeah. I need to. I yeah. need to pay well, that's attention what kind to. Of, that's what we're supposed to be as a church, because we can be so categorized as send them away types yeah. of places. Yeah. Where this, this type of person isn't welcome here. That type yeah. of thing isn't welcomed here. And really beginning to see how Jesus would have operated in those in and his heart for his bride as us the church yeah to be that kind of place where walls are broken down yep. no matter what you've, history is race religion political stances that's right gender whatever it's yeah. it's broken down and that Jesus meets you where you are <laughs> yep. takes you from that social realm into the into the personal yeah. with him because that's where the real change happens. That's why the power of the space is so important for Abs- us to get to. Absolutely. And I really think we do that as a church because mm-hmm. Paul, and I'm not just saying this to make, but it's true. I think he set that culture for us because he does it and he does it with intentionality. Mm-hmm. And I think that culture is what's active in our church. And mm-hmm. I think we, de- I feel like our church is a place where we are intentional when people come in and mm-hmm. we greet them and there's never a, Ooh, they look different or, yeah. you know, they're It's actually like different. almost a bragging point to find yes, the different. I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, what we brag about during yeah, staff meeting. Yeah. That is, Did that you, is, I, no. It is. <laughs> so a few just closing questions as we finish tonight, just yeah. to maybe ask yourself out there. Um, these are some, we ask ourselves is have you slowed down the moment in the past week and what was the result of that moment? Yeah. Do you offer personal and intimate language in those spaces or do you still operate in the public space? That's yeah. one of those things. I, I think that's such a tough question because mm-hmm. we can be in an intimate moment and still work real hard to keep it public. Have you ever done that? Like, have you been in that space where someone you're at lunch with someone and they really are trying to go and you're just like, so did you see the game last night? It was great. I mean, you and yeah. Paul are, y'all are key at this. I think it's part of your friendship so too. So key yeah. at it. <laughs> you guys, we know how to get it back to the NFL. <laughs> I know. I cannot think of one conversation that we've all had where you guys aren't talking nope. about something. It's with- a lot of, a lot of, yeah, a lot of, but I, I, you can, I can almost feel it Yeah. coming like the, and I know if I have to go into one of the, like there's things I, as just a leader of a team, Yeah. there's stuff going on in all kinds of people's lives. And there's some things that the spirit will prompt me to, you need to take this person out to lunch or yeah. text this person or whatever. And sometimes the response is surfacing. Sometimes it's deeper, but being intentional at least go there first and whether yes. I, you're not responsible for for the how they respond that's to right. it but you're just held accountable for what you're called to do that's right so um that's one of those things where it is a, it's definitely once that 
it's so the build up to it's almost so much to oh, me. Oh yeah. That's just kind of like, oh my, but, but stepping then, through that, you're able to then okay. Yeah. I did it. And I it did okay. it. I but did, did you die? You did not die. Did see? not die. I'm okay. <laughs> and this conversation, I think our friendship or our Yeah. Our relationship is now you're almost like, Oh, I can I can go there right. with him. He's willing to go beyond yeah. just Sunday morning. Yeah. Hey, great to see you. You're such a good singer or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Thanks so, for running the lights today. Thanks for yeah, running the lights yeah. today. Doing a great job. Yeah. So do you invite people into those intimate spaces? Mm. And what is something you can do next week to create that space? Maybe help someone move if mm. they're prepared. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe help someone move. <laughs> go to a party with your spouse without complaint. Oh, man, that's Ooh. a, Yeah. Yeah, Without complaint. Gosh, that's so convicting. Just last week, Chris and I were talking about some event that's coming up that's a Roper event. And I was like, oh, do I have to go? Not that I don't love Roper. I love Roper. I'm not, you know, I just don't Thank God like, for Roper. Right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to go where I don't know anyone. I mean, Oh, those are my worst nightmares. The, yeah. And I don't even know their language. Like they're talking medicine stuff. And so, okay, fine. I'm going to, I'm going to work on <laughs> Fine, fine. I'll work on it. Yeah. It's true, though. I do think, you know, being intentional about people, maybe that you're running in a more public space with. So maybe as we think about Sunday morning, maybe there's someone you've interacted with here on Sunday morning in that kind of public space. And maybe God's going to challenge you to take that to the next level with them and saying, Mm -hmm. hey, can we go grab a cup of coffee together and think about people that, you know, you kind of know, but you don't really know. Mm -hmm. And let's just say, you know, you, you actually may know them better because they may use their Instagram space or their TikTok space. Oh, yeah. We did talk. Yeah, that is a popular... That's one of those things that if there's a challenge for a lot of people like coming up with all the social media and those kind of things that are prevalent yeah. is be careful what's what you're sharing publicly that should be private. That's right. Because some people share some real yeah. private things publicly yeah. on their social media account. And guys, that's out there forever. And ever. And we all know it, whether or not we yeah. acknowledge it or talk to you about it. So we you, saw it. So it's, it's one of the, I, I see that yeah. often. Um, and I don't, you know, run a lot with that right. stuff, but there's, there's, uh, um, and just, I just was convicted a while ago that social media was not for me. I'm too yeah. into how many people liked it, too into how artistic it looked. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, this is no. And then I was also so envious of people that seemed to, post things that were like 22,000 likes for that. Come on. Did you not see the cool picture of my shoes? <laughs> but oh, yeah. so it was just, it wasn't healthy for me. I'm not saying I'll be off it forever, but it just wasn't healthy for me at the moment. I'm still, yeah. have not been released to go back to that and don't really, but I can see through all the, through the cultural things, the things that my sons are, are being kind of integrated into. Oh, and yeah. then I know hearing stories from you and just seeing how the kind of the, friends and Kelly keeps me up to speed on a lot of these things. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of private stuff that's being shared publicly that means maybe yeah. just keep it private. Yeah, keep it private. Yeah. But I think that is hard for us then to recognize mm-hmm. those spaces. Um, but since we've talked about it tonight, we all know certain spaces now. We know there's that public space mm-hmm. and then there's that social space and then there's that intimate space. Yeah. And there's a reason those spaces exist. I think it's important. Um, but we need to model after what Jesus did and, yeah. and be intentional about seeking out. Because Jesus knew how we operate yes. better than anybody. <laughs> yes. And, and so in the great creation of all of it he knows how we operate and that's so right. t- that's following him it's going to be probably 
I can say not probably. I'll say definitely. I would say definitely. It's definitely going to be the way to go. Definitely going to be the way to go. may not always develop the best outcome, though. Like you said earlier, you know, you reach out to somebody that maybe is on your team and you think, oh, okay. And maybe they respond with, yeah, man, I really do want to talk. Or maybe they say, no, I'm good, thanks. You know, you're, again, not responsible for the response. You just have to be faithful to follow and model after Mm -hmm. what Jesus did and create that space. Whether or not they want to come into that space, that's just being available to that because they, you, right. you never know what will prompt them to step into that. And you want to be that type of person that right. is available for that for yeah. them. So That's whatever it. that looks like for you. Yeah. You know, these are good questions to ponder. So, yeah. So think about those this week and really, I mean, uh, some of this is, is difficult to kind of step into because it's uncomfortable, but yeah. like I said, not by power, not by might, but the spirit of God. That's how we, that's how we do these things. So that's it. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, Thank you guys for joining us. I want you to close us out in prayer. Yeah. And then we'll uh, We'll sign off. Close the night, yeah. All right, sure. God, thank you so much. Thank you for um, the ability to have this conversation tonight. Thank you for what we see throughout the Gospels with Jesus and his intentionality, his intentionality in um, not allowing anyone to go unnoticed. And I just thank you, Father, that that means that everyone who is listening to this tonight, no matter how they feel, they are not unnoticed or unseen by you, but you see them right where they are. And so, Father, we just ask that you continue to um, bring us comfort and peace and continue to allow us to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to respond to your voice. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great night and great July 4th. Absolutely. And don't forget, two services this Sunday, 9, 15, or 11, and you can still go have your July 4th fun. USA! USA! USA. Yeah. Are we getting red, white, and blue lights? Come on, Ricky. I might might bust them out. We'll see what happens. I did read an article all about how to have the best July 4th um, church service. Was there pyrotechnics? Yeah, it was nothing we would do. (laughs) It was so lame. (laughs) It was totally lame. Oh, well. No help. Maybe red, white, and blue. We'll see. Okay. Well, you'll have to come and find out. Come and find out. All right. All right. Have a great night.